I remember watching an interview of a renowned CEO. He was talking the business world and about his philosophy on employees. He saw himself as benevolent. Benevolent in that he was happy, more than happy, to fire the bottom 10% of performers every year. He didn't see it as brutal, but rather as a kindness. A kindness because those bottom performing employees, those people, they couldn't be happy if they weren't performing. They needed to find a new job that fit them. His view was that he was liberating people, freeing them to seek their own destiny rather than be shackled to a paycheck and health benefits only to find out late in their careers that they don't belong. That's the business world. What about the real world? What happens when we don't perform for God? Our reading today shows us Jesus' thoughts about Israel, its leaders at that time. The vineyard owner is God. The vineyard is Israel. The farmers are Israel's officials. The slaves, the early prophets, ending with John the Baptist, the son, Jesus. Israel and its people were called to be the light of the world, yet through its leaders and officials, it was failing to perform, and in the end, killed Jesus. What happens when we fail to shine and instead perpetuate darkness or indifference or lifeless faith? When it comes to careers and occupations, there are stories of people who work day in and day out with no joy, no delight. What is it that might liberate them? One CEO might fire them, another might retrain them. God? God might well move past those who are family and friends and find new workers, new tenants, to care for and grow his great enterprise. Lifeless faith, it's all around us. A profession with lips but with no action, without enthusiasm, without deep Christ-like love. Some might call it cultural Christianity. It's seen in secular indifference and it's seen in sacred abuses. The stories of priests who abuse, the churchgoer who cheats, politician who lies. Hypocrites, all promoting self-interest rather than beaming with authentic faith-seeking and kind and simple lives. That interview of the renowned CEO, I used to love watching interviews like that on the Sunday morning talk shows. Sage celebrities and powerful politicians I read more about them these days because I prefer to go to church on Sunday mornings. Come to think of it, I love seeing the everyday, each and everyday news rather than snippets and headlines on the television. 
I'm privileged to work in a place where I get to see and experience moments of faith and action. At this church, I'm privileged to see and experience your faith in action. Inviting a friend to church, manning the streaming camera, giving flowers to honor a blessing, questions and dialogue in Bible studies, cheering on young families, silver polishing, heavy lifting so that gently used goods are transformed by the church mouse into life-giving grants. Works of beauty and light in a world that often is seen in the news as dark. I get to see joyful works in the vineyard, works of mercy and love. But if you know someone who sees the Christian journey as dull, boring, or just something that is fake, worn only on Sundays and thrown out the rest of the week, I want you to wonder. Ask yourself, what might free them from their prejudices or liberate them from their past bad experiences? And the same goes for you on your faith journey. We're not always top performers when it comes to diligence and prayer and scripture reading and church attendance and giving and loving. If you find yourself slipping away from that deep desire to love and be with God, that deep desire to love and be with God in each and every day, throughout the day, I want you to wonder, ask yourself, what might free me to engage more or liberate me to move beyond selfish thoughts into an extravagant, giving, and humble love? Where to start? Jesus as the cornerstone. Remember in that your life, Jesus is the cornerstone, the movement of life that crushes indifference and then stands at the base of the beautiful creation that is you and your love of God. Remember that when you come to church, you get to taste and feel the love of Christ in communion that you can offer deep prayers of thanksgiving, that you can serve and that you can love the people around you, and that you get to learn more about a man named Jesus who is God with us. And then in those moments, you'll remember again why you are created in the image of God so that you can choose in every moment to love, to create, to reason, and to live in harmony with God and with creation. And then your heart 
your mind and imagination might just well capture again the image of that person, friend or family member, neighbor, who does not know God or who loves him not. You'll think of those people in your life and you'll share the good news. No one is beyond God's grace and grasp, but God is counting on you to labor in the vineyard, to share God's news that Jesus Christ has come, that he has preached and taught and healed, and that through his death we might live forever, so that when he comes again we might go out with all the saints to meet him in one great fellowship. And honestly, giving all the news in the world, I can't wait. But wait, we must. Until then, get to work. Get to work in deepening your love of God, recognizing that Jesus is the cornerstone of every aspect of your life. And get to work, sharing the good news.